Hello and welcome to this official Everton podcast. Today we're talking about our amazing award-winning charity, Everton in the Community, which this month celebrates its 35th birthday. With me today, I have the charity's Chief Executive Officer, Sue Gregory, long-serving member of staff, Mick King, who's been with the charity since 2006, and our first team captain, Seamus Coleman, who's had the privilege of witnessing firsthand Everton in the Community's fabulous impact over the years. Sue, if I can start with you as CEO, how proud are you of what Everton in the community have achieved and continue to achieve over such a long period of time. I'm oh, so proud. So I've been in the charity now 11 years. So when I come in to manage Young Offenders Project, supporting young people in prison to, you know, I think we had a staff team of 25. It's now over 200. And we operated out of a little office corner in the stadium. And now we've got a 10 million plus campus. It's, you know, gone very fast, but very proud. We'll speak a lot more about the, the campus and how we've changed the landscape of the local area as we go through the conversation. Seamus, you've been to more evidently community events than most, than anyone possibly and from the first team squad. And, and I know it, it, you thoroughly enjoy them. Why is it so important to you? Um, no, listen, I think, uh, like you said, it's so, it's so important. And since I've came to the club, it's always kind of came hand in hand. So, you know, when I signed, I was kind of introduced to it, you know, a few midweeks. You, you would be asked to do something and slowly but surely you really got to understand what, what it was all about. And, you know, it's so important to go out and see the people who, are, you know, need help in all different types of ways, as as I'm sure Sue will speak about later. Um, and and you, you kind of, you might not think going there that you're making a difference, but you, when you're there, you do realise you do make a difference to them and uh, really enjoyed it. And, you know, I often talk about it and, you know, I'm not sure who came up with the slogan for when they were saying it, but it doesn't just change lives, it saves lives. And I've actually seen that firsthand by talking to people when they came here. And I think, you know, that quote itself kind of sums it all up for me. And I think when I heard it, I thought it was very powerful. Mick, you've been there plenty of times when first-team players have turned up. And, and as Seamus said there, they might not think a great deal of it, but it makes a massive, massive difference. You've only got to look at the faces, particularly the kids. Yeah, of course. I mean... <laughs> It's, it's 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 that link, isn't it, from from us to the, the to football club is 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 that access to the players and the nice of Seamus and, and the lads and the ladies come down now as well. You know, it's uh, it really changes the the feel in the session. You know, it, it brings that bit of showbiz if you like, and that that behind the scenes look to to what's going on and and, and they get close to the heroes. You know, they can see them, they can see in the flesh. There's close they've ever been. Um, so the atmosphere around around sessions always has a boost when. When the lads and, and like I said, the ladies now um, involved and in, in coming to our sessions, yeah, it really kicks up a notch again. Yeah. Don't need more showbiz of me and you are there, Sue, do they? <laughs> I was just about to say, don't you know what me and Darren, we are the showbiz team. <laughs> Seamus used the phrase there uh, that gets bandied about a lot and, and, and it doesn't just change lives, it saves lives. It's easy to say, but when you think about it, you break it down. That's a, that's a massive statement to make, Sue. It is, and we don't take that lightly and it's fact, you know, We've been there so long, it's genuine. It's And sometimes you don't realise until you actually speak to people. Yeah, so sometimes it even comes as a shock to us. So, you know, I, I seen a gentleman last week and he just said, I wouldn't have been here last year if you hadn't have been here. And you think, is that true? And then you realise this morning, you know, Seamus was saying, the fact that Seamus will come down and take his time, like, that means something to people. Yeah. So you never know what's going on behind someone's smile or what's mm, going yeah. on. And, you know, we have so many projects that we, you know, it's not a cliche to say we have a family feel, but we do. You know, the staff care, the players care, Everton care. So it's, it is that. And 
I can't, I can't tell you how many lives we have made a big impact that you could possibly say we've mm-hmm. saved. It is enormous and, you know, it's growing and growing and, you know, we're only going to get bigger and, you know, it, it's powerful. We are actually pow- saving powerful, lives. Powerful is the phrase I was going to use, Seamus, because you know, yourself and the players get involved and that, that can give somebody a boost, a little spark and can't do anything bigger than help save somebody's life, can you? No, of course. Listen, like I've said, I've been doing it for years, but like, you know, I have heard stories from numerous uh, ever in the community participants, you know, male and female and, you know, some tough stories, like some really, really tough stories, but to see them, you know, not fully out the other side of it, but coping and uh, this ever in the community playing a massive part in it because I know we're speaking to a few of them, lockdown really hit them hard as well, like, because they missed that interaction for them a couple of years and uh, that, you know, it's like everything, like, you know, if I was back home, you know, working nine to five, I know what I'd look forward to be a Tuesday or Wednesday night getting together with my friends for a five aside, you know what I mean? That would be your release and, I think for, for the for the participants and, and I think, you know, meeting up with, you know, their friends or whatever a couple of times a week does them the world of good. Like, I think like, like the greatest gift you can give someone is, is time, is your time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think that's what we're really good at is that we do care. Yeah. You know, the players care, the staff care in abundance and we have the time. To, to you know to dedicate to our communities that we serve and, and the people who need it most and that's when you see them sort of big results and that you know big effect that yeah. big impact on people is is that bit of time how yeah. challenging was lockdown Shame was touched upon lockdown there Mick it was it was challenging for absolutely everybody on the planet basically mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. particularly yourselves because you cut an umbilical cord there weren't you really with people who absolutely needed evidence in the community well that's it we went from working with hundreds thousands to to nothing next to overnight you know and mm. it we we mobilized so quickly after that though to to okay well what can we do where yeah. can we support how can we support you know and and very quickly after that it was that case of we had the blue family initiative sort of going on before it sort of mm. took on its, its own its own identity but in terms of programs yeah it, it was it was tough to, to just change the way of thinking and you had to be so quick to adapt to to the whole new world of, you know. But that's what I'm so proud of our staff and it made me really understand how authentic we are because we shut the offices on a Friday. Mm. We were up and rocking and rolling by the Monday. Mm. Staff were saying, I'm worried about this family, I'm worried about that. And for yeah. me, I know COVID was horrendous, but also then give us a real insight to what some of the people we support them with, we got even closer, if that mm. made sense. Yeah, we were providing yeah. knives and forks, microwaves, food, electricity. Yeah. People, people have people sometimes would never ever ask for help. So, sometimes we talk about life save. You say, I sometimes always feel a bit uncomfortable saying, No, we give people options and activities and they empower to change their own lives. And I think that was COVID the fact that we had, they could pick up the phone and speak to us. Mm. That's when I realized everything we've done over the years, thinking, Wow, that just doesn't come overnight. Yeah. That mm. is mm. the power of staff, the power of everyone pulling together. The, we were the first call. I'm going to go. Sometimes they, they weren't listening to the news. They were coming to us. Yeah. What's happening with the rules, regulations, what can happen? And that made me really proud to think, wow, you know, the achievement we've had over the last mm-hmm. 10 to 15 years has, you know, really drip fed right across. Just yeah. going off track a little bit. What was it like during COVID? What was it like playing football in, in MC oh, yeah. stadiums? That must have been, that must have been challenging for you. Yeah, it was, Darren. You know, it was a, uh... Well, listen, as we all know, it's a strange time for everyone, the rules and regulations. But yeah, we came back into training and 
think it was in fives we spread out throughout the day. You'd come in mm. in five, couldn't say hello to your teammate. You're kind of spread out, and wow. slowly but surely, then you got into the to the to the games and that. But I think the first game we played Liverpool. I think it was behind closed doors, and we played Liverpool, and it did feel like a friendly, which is strange to say for him. Yeah. As I say, derby, it, it nothing felt, like a Premier League game. Was no, it? it wasn't. It was strange, but I do think because footballers are competitive people that. After about two or three games, I could feel the competitiveness coming back into the games and just got used to it very quickly. But then when we had the first game back with fans, you realised, oh my God, we really yeah. did miss this. Like, it was know? emotional, that, wasn't it? Oh, yeah, it was, yeah, it was. I was there when we played Chelsea. Yeah. First 1,500 people. And I was yeah. thinking about that the other night, thinking, wow, that yeah. was so big. And you, and <laughs> that's the power of football, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. We're back. And yeah, now know, you just yeah. take that for granted, don't you? Yeah. You have to watch what you shouted as well, didn't you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think well, I got you yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mick, you must have met loads of people who have benefited so mm. much and whose lives have been saved, turned around. Have you got a couple of examples for us? Yeah, do you know what? What happened? Not like so on that sort of scale, but like yesterday. <laughs> well, obviously, there was a been around since. 2006, as you, as you said at the start, and there was a, a free school session was on on our, the Cruyff Court at the back then, and one of the members of staff caught me eye, and I was like, I know, I know this guy. And that happens a lot when yeah. you're being around. I've worked in schools, I've worked every, you know, all over the place, and you think, this, I know this person. I went out and I spoke to a member of staff leading the session. This guy's caught me eye, and he comes straight over, and he was a participant on kicks when I first started in 2006 who's now sort of found his way into mentoring the free school. Um, mm. Obviously gone into trade and, and yeah. fell out of the, the trade and stuff like that. And he said to me, I tell these guys, and there's got Google lads playing on this, I tell them how good Kicks is and how useful and how positive it should be. Because he said, we went to City and played on, on the pitch. And I, I'd forgot about yeah, that. Yeah. Well, he's now, well, must be mid-20s. And he was, oh, must be 10, must be easy 10, 15 years ago. Getting old now, mate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it will go and quicker, and by the way. It does happen a lot. That way you just think, gee whiz, this, you know, this kid. Yeah. But he still remembers that. Yeah. yeah. And he's telling yeah, these kids, like, you, yeah. get involved in this programme because you go, you go and play clubs, you go and play stadiums, you go and play training grounds. Mm. So, I mean, that was yesterday. And you, you just have moments of, of that sort of brilliant, really, that, Obviously, you see a lot of kids, you see a lot of participants, mm. so it's easy when they grow up. That must give you a boost as well, Mick, you know, because it's your, your role on Suzo, it is very, very challenging because you're at the coalface. Mm. So when when you've got a, 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 a tangible example in front of you who's absolutely delighted that he got involved yeah. there and he's in the first place, mm. it must give you... Yeah, of course, of course. It's, what we, it's why we do what we do at the end yeah. of the day, do you know what I mean? Mm. To, is to, to make that positive contribution and... All right, yeah, he, he's gone a different route, but he's come back to us yeah. <laughs> in a way, shape, yeah. or form. That he's now yeah. helping young people in the in our Everton Free School, and he's promoting the, the work that we do because of how he felt and how he felt part of something when he was a young lad. He was telling me, you know, asking about the group of mates that he was part of then, and you know, some are okay, some have gone a different way, and mm-hmm. and, and so you know, you can't obviously affect all the people all the time, but. For him to still have that positive memories yeah, course, and yeah. uh, how how he felt on the program, and I was telling these kids, get on it. Just, yeah. Why are you not why are you not going to kicks? Why are you not part of that? Yeah, brilliant. That was like, you know, yeah, and that does happen quite a lot. Mm. To be fair, that absolutely brilliant. You see young people brilliant. and you're like, oh, oh wow, do you know what I mean? You uh, spoke about the humble beginnings before, so starting yeah. off in the corner of Goodison Park. <laughs> Duncan McKenzie, former player, he's very much involved at the start, and now you look at it, and and. We've literally changed the landscape of that immediate local area around Goodison Park, yeah. haven't we, with, with with the new buildings? Yeah, and it's not only so we that's our home, Elthorpe. That's where all our buildings are, but we operate right across the city region. But I 
walk around the campus the other day and 11 years does go very quick. So mm. I went to Goodison Calf and where we go and you think, right, we used to be opposite there in the media centre. Mm. And then you walk around the corner and, you know, you've got a big people's place. You've got the yeah. blue base, the mm. campus, over 10 million investment, but it's the bricks. It just, I had a bit of a flashback thinking the bricks have impact every single brick that we've got there as a story. Someone's life we've impacted on. It's just, just having that physical front door to walk in. It's, it's impressive. It is. Yeah. yeah. It's fabulous, isn't it? Yeah. it, it it's, it's such a, a pivotal place for people to go, isn't it? Just yeah. to, to, just if you, if you need us, pop in. Is that the message? Yeah. And if you want to come and have fun and just forget about what's going on in your life, come and get help. I think we are there. You know, I'm, Apparently, we were getting people who travel all over to come and just pop in. And, you know, it is that beacon for people to go for support. Match day, so many fans say, I've walked through, look at the campus now. Mm-hmm. You know, taxi drivers are our biggest advocate yeah, when definitely. telling people, when you're saying about how you've impacted on life. So a commercial customer said, I've just been in a taxi and he turned around and said, you're going to have it in the community. Do you know they picked me up from prison and saved my mm-hmm. life and my brother this? And I was like, what's his name? And I thought, do you know what does that? Yeah. Many, so it's yeah. the whole. I think the people of Liverpool are, ha- are proud of our campus as well, and signpost people mm-hmm. to to it as well. Oh, they die. Just yeah. want to ask you about the, uh, the the disabled football setup within <laughs> Everton community, which is something that you are so incredibly pa- passionate about. Um, was, the, the coaching sessions in the indoor pitch. We're at Finch Farm recording this podcast now, mm-hmm. not far away from the indoor pitch, and the coaching sessions they're incredible, aren't they? Yeah, listen, the kids. The, you know, kids and adults, you know, of all ages, they're great. They really are. Like, it's just like being in the dressing room with the lads, you know. <laughs> you know full they of, don't hold back. Nah, they? they're, no. full, they're full of life, full of, full of crack, full of enthusiasm, <laughs> you know, really enjoy training. Like, they're they're not just there for a bit of fun either. Like, mm-hmm. they're, they're taking it serious, mm-hmm. like, which is great to see. But, like, really, really good people. And, you know, if they walked in now, you know, it'd be fit to chat to them and, and have a laugh and a joke and, Really, really get on with them, and uh, yeah, they, they, and you know, I'm speaking in, on a podcast here, and I've spoken cameras about it. Podcast, Everton TV cameras or not, I would just love to like be in there with them because they're 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 great lads and and girls, and really, really enjoy that side of it. What about I love the awards? When you smile. Everyone smiles when yeah. they talk about, especially the awards. Everyone you can't see on a podcast, but when you talk about them sessions, all the big smiles come on. So it's good for us to be there as well, isn't it? Yeah. You know? To enjoy it. The, I'm glad you mentioned the award. The, the awards nights are just fantastic, aren't they? We have to. I mean, this year we had to bring Seamus in through a side door because when Seamus walks in, pandemonium breaks out, and it's totally understandable because they're with one of their two hours waiting. One of their idols, but it's just when you give them the trophies and the certificates, and, and it's money can't buy that. Mm. Oh, I can't. I can't honestly. And like you know, he's made usher me in and outside doors. I would. I would. Stayed there all night, and yeah. that's true. As God, yeah, I loved it, and I absolutely can still see them getting their awards or names, you know, set out and like getting up off the seat, yeah. full of enthusiasm, just yeah. walking, high fiving their mates <laughs> on the way past, coming up to you, big happy Jumping head on off them. The stage when yeah. I was there, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, the arm around you, holding the the award so proudly. Yeah. Oh, great night, great night. The the, 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 Down, the Down Syndrome guys are just absolutely fantastic. Oh, little them. little little Gus. A couple of years ago, um, <laughs> the, the guy who won the Player of the Year award for the Down Syndrome team wasn't there, so we got Gus up to to collect it on his behalf. We we couldn't get it off him. He, he, he done, he'd done a lap of honour. Like, That's not yours, you know, Gus. By the way, but they're, they're just the opportunity to play football for Everton Football Club 
it's just fantastic for them, isn't it? Yeah, you wear the badge I, with such pride. It, it means the absolute mm. world to 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 the participants. You know, I've got a long-standing volunteer with me. Who's, you know, Ditty, and he he's played for the club. He'll, he's got a count a counter, you know, a count count up. Whatever, whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. And he just it, it's like nineteen years. He's represented the club, oh, and yeah. he's, he's do a double testimonial. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, That's an idea. It just, means, it just means so much, so mm-hmm. much. It's the club, you know, playing for Everton. Yeah, the no. day, yeah, yeah, they are. They are. They're playing. Yeah, they're representing the club, at the, and they go and play. The, the, the There's a competitive edge to the games, isn't there? You yeah, know, they, they want to win the cups. They want to win yeah, the leagues. Serious, yeah. serious football. At the end of the well, day, they want to go and win. Team six and representing England, you know, they are really good professionals. It's. I just want to bring you in on Steve Johnson there, if I may. Oh, yeah. he, he is such an inspiration. Oh, yeah, you know, to, to 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 lose a leg and then play over 150 games for England and 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 still be a very talented footballer. But not just that. Don't forget, he'll go mad if we don't see he's in the Hall of Fame next to David Beckham. Well, I think it's something Bex will drop in when I speak to him. Um, <laughs> he is just if you want a role model and oh, inspiration, an don't look any further. Yeah, and. You know, to do it for that many years, he's genuine and the passion he has to mm. give young people with disabilities or adults with disabilities fight against making sure they have equal rights, mm. you know, they have the say, stuff he does in schools. It, you can't buy that passion. Mm. It's, you know, he's genuine. Again, if you cut him in half, he'd be blue, wouldn't he? And, and he's so humble with it as well. Yeah. Like, can you go to give him any oh. bit of praise? Or no, no, he won't. No, no. no. And that's why I was so a bit nervous. I'm thinking he'll go mad now. He's <laughs> yeah. praising yeah. him, yeah. but he will then. Yeah. Don't refer to me as a legend, he says on the uh, Well, that's where I was just be careful nights. thinking. Mm. Yeah, but he is. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's yeah. any shadow of a He's brilliant. And- I, I, Mick was talking about volunteers there. So the, the volunteering system that we have is really good. And, yeah. and it's so helpful to people, and not just the participants, but our volunteers as well. No, they're invaluable. And, it, you know, Mick was a volunteer and he's come through the ranks yeah. so many of our staff. Mm. But without the volunteers, you know, there are people on the ground that are eyes and ears and, you know, they help us function, mm. you know, and again, they're passionate and it's not easy because we like to have fun and it's, I love working for Everton, you know, where every day is different. And sometimes you think, why are we doing this? And then you see somebody that, you know, makes you mm. smile. You think that's why mm. I'm doing it. And I think for volunteers, for them to make that commitment Mm. It's just you know we value them so much they're brilliant you have to look at the, the Blue Pantry programme oh, yeah. now and it's awash with volunteers and it's crucial to yeah. that programme function how it is you know that the, the, the community come and they, they take whatever they need from a um, we've the got a pantry, character in the Blue so it made me realise being a volunteer as well so we've got a character in the Blue Pantry who's on the trolleys or on the baskets mm. now before I think it was his family member saying look he's not getting out he's isolated he's really down so now he's got as he sees he comes every week he supports he's made friends mm-hmm. so it's a real valuable network as well like you know and mm-hmm. if you ever go down he's a lady he's a really funny <laughs> character yeah he has that line <laughs> you find that you find that people will 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 listen to footballers don't you Seamus when you when you go down to speak to the kids or whatever or or, or adults They'll stop and they'll listen. It's 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 the power of familiarity and the power of the badge, isn't it? Yeah, no. Listen, I think as players, you know, you need to understand the influence that you do have amongst the public, amongst the you know these foundations and everything like that. And uh, yeah, listen, you just go there with pure genuine reasons for going there. You want to be there, but like I said, you don't really think that you have any power when you're going there. But then when you're there, you do realize it. You do see it. You do see mm-hmm. how thankful they are for having you there. So. Try and always encourage our lads to to get involved in it. 
because I think it's it's so powerful and it's something that we should be very proud of, you know. Yeah. Listen, ultimately, this football club at all times wants to be doing well on the pitch. Of course we do. But that is something that we have to be so proud of and it's it's it's, it's not separate to the football. It's part of this football club. And like we said earlier in the podcast, it's seven lives. Like, what's more powerful than that? And I've seen it and I've talked to them and really, 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 really can't speak highly enough of it all. The lads enjoy it when they get there, I don't they? It, you you yeah. say to the boys, right, you're going to do this activity, you know? I think they might be nervous at first. <laughs> of course. And that's what, understandable and that's too. to make it better yeah. because yeah. you would be. Of course. Because they're shy and yeah, yeah. they're people. Yeah, you know, yeah. Thinking, well, I'm going to go into a room full of young yeah, people. Yeah. What are they going to say to me? What are they going to do? Because they are so, young lads themselves, yeah. don't forget. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But when they get there, they realise it's, it's fun and it's mm. enjoyable. That's what I like seeing as well, seeing them enjoy the experience as well. I've been there and, and the, the, the activity's been explained to the player and the player's looking at me thinking, and I'm thinking he's going to have me after this. Yeah, yeah. And then you can't get them out. Yeah, 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 whether, yeah. It's, whether it's throwing bean bags or hoops or playing yeah. games. Mm-hmm. Stuff you do that nobody's watching yeah, as well yeah, as our yeah. captain's unbelievable. You know, we've got lots of stories. A holy Trinity primary school scene in the airport. And you can't, the support we get from the players, I think, makes us unique as well. And they get it. I think that's what's special to Everton as yeah, well. Yeah. But we've heard from our from our guests here, from Mick, from Seamus and from Sue, but what about the people who are directly affected by Everton and the community? What does it mean to the people who benefit from the charity's work? We've been speaking to a number of participants about Everton and the community. I think Everton and the community and the staff at Everton and the community made me feel so safe and and they were so compassionate and helpful um, that it was almost second nature to be open and honest with, with my circumstances. Like, they're really inspiring to kids. Like, they're up for a laugh and they have good sense of humour and I think they really help. Like, all you have to do is ask for help and they'll give you it. It's so warm, it's so friendly. When you walk away from doing what you do, you feel like you've come away a better person. You know you've made a difference to what's going on. Uh, I'm a blue, so uh, I'll do anything for Everton as well. So um, it's like a happy, it's a perfect storm of all coming together. And yeah, it's, it's a great place to be. Yeah, they're, like, they're kind to everyone and then they'll teach you like, lots of sports in the PE lessons. I'm a Liverpool fan, but obviously I support Everton through the programme, you know what I mean, because they're brilliant for what they do for people with mental health and stuff. I just think it's brilliant for what they do. I would say that anybody who, who wants to be involved with Everton in the community, I think what you get, what you put in, you get back tenfold. It's absolutely fantastic. The children get so much out of it and the staff get so much out of it as well. When Eric died, they were there, but, you know, there was a big bouquet of flowers sent, but they were sent for me, not for Eric. Although, they were for them as well, but, you know, mainly for me too. And it just made me feel good to know that they still thought, even though we hadn't seen each other for such a long time, they were still thinking about you. And it meant a lot. It really did. It's easy telling people what you're going through, but not everyone understands what you're going through. So... When you came here, they did because they're all going through the same thing. So it was it was just a really good place to turn up to. You get in, you do whatever was going on, which was something different every week, and you go out feeling a lot better. You know, so that was what it meant to us. 
Sue, that last lady that was speaking there, very difficult to follow that, but that tells you all you need to know. It is, and you know the story, and we've got thousands of stories, so I think that's why, we keep talking about why we're proud, you know, that lady, her husband's been on one of our, um, her husband's, I think, lived with dementia, and it's important that when people come to our programmes, they get a network, we don't just leave them, we're present, we're there, so it was important that we knew that, or she knew that we were still there. So it's nice when you hear things like that and you don't really, we just do it because yeah. that's what we do and we do it every day. Sometimes when you, it's a, a look in the mirror really and you realise and think, wow, mm. you know, that has a big impact and I'm so proud of the staff that you know, we do think we do. Keep supporting people. Great to hear from all the participants, particularly the young ones. And, and did it take you long to get used to the Scouse accent, yeah. James, <laughs> when you first came over? Do you know what? I think it may take them longer to get used to my Honestly, but no, um, again, even just hearing them, them things there, it just emphasizes the fact of how, how important it is. Reds and blues as well. Yeah, I know. And I was going to say that earlier, actually, just, I, I, I didn't like the amount stick that you get off a few reds when you cook, when you go in to train them or get involved in them. <laughs> but like, they're so thankful and so appreciative of, of Everett Football Club yeah. for what they, what they do for them, that they're genuine. They've got a genuine love for Everton as well, even though they might be red, you know, because they're really thankful of, of how the club treat them. The kids aren't slow in telling you that they're reds either, are they? <laughs> Straight away, yeah, they're great. <laughs> well, we've had that a long time, but no, they're great. You, you must have experienced an awful lot of that, people coming up to you and saying, listen, I'm a red, but thank you. Yeah, yeah, every session, every session, you know, like... Um, it's just that they say, well, yeah, the ones well, that consist on what I was wearing the Liverpool kit. Yeah, so. yeah and you, you can't, yeah. you can't give them a blue bib to put on. Do you know what I mean? Some of them, <laughs> or, or, and vice versa, you try and give a blue or red. They're like, absolutely not. Yeah. But it's that they do. You just recognise that we, we, you know, we have that sort of different approach. That we're not, you know, if they're in school, we're not, we're not coming at them as a teacher. We're not coming as a, as a, as a statutory agent or a youth worker or anything like that sort of official. We've got that really unique approach that we can relate to them in, in, in how they're feeling within their community, whether they're young, older, um, and, and no matter what team they support, they know that we are there to help them ultimately and, and provide a positive experience for them. I think they recognise, I think because we've been in the community for so long and what we've done in the community, they recognise the Everton badge as someone they can trust. Mm, yeah. So I think that just immediately, so you can have all your football loyalties and you know that's great, we have banter. Mm. But I think people do recognise that badge as help I can go to that because we've had I've certainly when I've had my coat on in the community been walking down the streets so I was like can you help me or I know staff members have had it saying just mm. oh Everton the community can you help me so it is recognised as a badge of help you know yeah, and support absolutely. Yeah. one thing that has changed beyond all recognition I would think so in the 35 years is the focus on mental health yeah. 35 years ago there probably was no focus on mental health now it's such a massive part because Mental health doesn't discriminate. No, and so it should be. You know, everybody has mental health and mental illness is on the rise and we should be advocates and getting out there no matter what walk of life you're in. That's the thing. It doesn't matter where you're from, what postcode you're from, what you're doing in life. No one can escape. Everyone's got mental health and, you know, you're quite right. Everybody needs to understand how they can support it, how they can support other people. It's more prevalent, especially now with cost of living crisis, the pressure on families what we're doing the impact from covid and it's more important and we've always been um given mental health support and obviously with the opening of our people's place now that i think we're the first to open it a purpose-built mental health and well-being hub 
you know, it's only going to get more important, and so it should. Mm, yeah. Yeah. In, in the 35 years since Everton Community started, Seamus, the pressure on top-flight professional footballers yeah. has increased hundredfold. The, co- the media coverage, the social media coverage, the stakes. The message has got to be, I suppose, it doesn't matter who you are, what you do. If you need to talk, then talk to somebody. Yeah, and I think that's a message. I think, I suppose, it's over the last five years, it's getting out there more and yeah. it still needs to get out there. But I think, you know, there's things in place now, even in Premier League, you know, PFA and things like that to help to help players if they need it. Because like you said, yeah. it's every walk of life. Yeah. You know, it doesn't matter if you're a footballer, it's, mm. you know, whatever you do, <clears throat> you have the pressures and it might necessarily be related to your job or anything like that. It could be family issues or whatever. So I think it's so important that, you know, we're all there for each other. We all feel like we can speak to each other and also like, you know, be a, be a good a good ear for people as well. I think that's so, so important. Absolutely. Absolutely. Don't just speak, also listen as yeah. well. So let me ask you about social value. I often read about the social value of everything in the community and I don't really understand what it means. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's, it's not complicated. So social value measures. Thanks for that. <laughs> no, sorry, I was the same. People, I still don't say because people often say we go we know we go big we've doubled our social value within two years and people go what is it and so it's the difference that you make to your local economy and your investments but it's the invest the difference you make to somebody's life so when you look at all our projects you can you know saying you can support someone in prison or someone with mental health it's how it looks at crime it looks at the ecosystem it looks at mental health well-being and it's a simple matrix now you always hear, because that's also people say, oh, we've increased social value. And we got probably, we wanted to make sure before COVID where we put all our grants, all our money. Are we making a difference? We do so much. It's really hard to explain to people what we do. So we wanted a simple thing to say, okay, are we impacting on the economy around us? Are we really impacting on people? So we've got an independent company to come in and do it who are credible. They said probably in 2019 that we had for one pound for 14.74 so that means that is for every pound everyone gives us or gives us a grant for we are making a difference in the economy and people's lives by 14 pounds 74 we then said look the biggest thing for us is to invest in we could see everything going on was mental health and education education is the core of kids getting exploited people falling out of employment so we've done a bit more investment in that measured it again and we've now doubled it so it's now one pound for 29 pounds 86 you're still looking confused Aaron. <laughs> all it is for me is it's just an indicator that we're making a difference by really great people who can measure it and have qualifications in measuring it for me i want to know are we putting our money in the right place are we impacting on people's lives yeah. And are we making a difference? Which you certainly So are. we are. So the, the ultimate aim is now we'll go back next year because Mick's been doing a fabulous job around digital skills to say, are we making more? So it's just a simple, so you don't have to understand it just now that we're increasing it, which is good. This is my normal expression. And if, you want to give us, <laughs> if you want to give us money, you know your money's well spent. Absolutely. In the bank of Everton, the community. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I get it now. I get it. Thanks, Sue. Um, there's no such thing as an average day, is there, if you work for any community? When you get up in the morning, you don't no. know exactly what's going to happen that day, do you? No, you can. Maybe it's a bit more... Um, Not that there's no structure to now, it. Now, because we have, like, um, you know, experts in their fields doing the job that they are um, qualified, supposed to do, I suppose. 
back when 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 I first started, it was a case of you wore many hats. Yeah, you 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 come in, you done a a school session, a disability session, and a social inclusion session in the evening, and you were you were all three of them sort of roles, if yeah. you like. Um, so now it is a bit more. Yeah, organised a bit, yeah. yeah. And this is this yeah. is the beauty of yeah. what we're doing now is that you've got real real experts in their field doing the job that they are supposed to do. You know, like I said, we've got qualified primary school teachers run the primary school programme. Qualified Same secondary school teachers yeah. run that programme. That's maybe symptomatic of their industries and their job roles in their fields, but they want to come and do work for us because they get all the, the, the great work that they can do without the sort of trappings of yeah. loads of marking and assessments and stuff like that. So, yeah, we've got, so like you said, it's a bit more organised now than, than it used to be. And that, that can, that's only a good thing yeah. that people are... But the power know. of football sometimes changes your day, doesn't it? Being involved with the mm-hmm. club and the impact. And yeah, the you can get... People that come to you, just, you know, yeah. your day can change. Yeah. Quite quickly, you can get a call <laughs> and next thing you're doing something completely daft. And, and, but you it's all... Fun, it's it's a lovely podcast yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, this is the exception. <laughs> you? Don't mind these, yeah. We've mentioned the participants. I'm going to wrap things up shortly, Seamus. The, the staff do a great job, don't they? The passion of the staff right. always comes through at, at every event you go to. Oh, yeah. And again, you know, when I've been down there and we do the interviews after, I can't speak highly enough of the staff. Honestly, unbelievable relationship with, with the participants. Genuine relationship with the participants. Like, and it is genuine. Like, mm. I, like I think people need to go down and see the relationships between the staff and the participants. It's full, again, full of full of crack, banter, whatever you want to call it, full of fun. Respect is there. It's mm-hmm. unbelievable. I really, really, really can't speak highly enough of, of these guys. I really can. Absolutely fabulous. I'll leave the last question for you, Sue, hmm. uh, briefly. <laughs> <laughs> and I've said that to you before. <laughs> totally, me totally well. ignored me. Totally ignored me. Put the kettle on me. Um, <laughs> Celebrating 35 years of Everton community, 35 brilliant years. What does the future hold? Go bigger. So we've got some, you know, we're just about, the world has changed over the last couple of years. So we've spent this last year, I've become the CEO. We've got a new leadership team. We've took stock, looking at our strategy, how we're going to grow our focus. We're about to open our people's, you know, mental health and wellbeing hub and just increase our presence right across the city region. We've got looking at what we're going to do around Goodison Legacy, very much involved with the club and our partners. We've got some amazing plans for what we can do for the community of L4. Plus, we've got a new community now in L3 around our new stadium. And then we've got communities right across the city region. So it's growth, real focus growth. And, you know, we're really looking forward to it. Is that brief enough? <laughs> plenty, plenty, Sue. Thank you very much indeed. There you go. That's Everton in the community by reputation. One of, if they not, finest sporting charities in the country 35 years of age so much done so much more to do my thanks to sue gregory to mick king and of course to seamus coleman for all your involvement and congratulations to everybody involved with everton in the community over 35 years you do make us all so very proud